Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? <sighs> Ooh, a book club. <sighs> Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, <sighs> oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you again with another Mike Tomlin press conference heading into week 15 this time, and we are back to Tomlin Tuesday. It seems like it's been a long time since I've done this because it's been an extra day because last week was on Monday with a very short week. Now the Steelers had added rest, something Coach Tomlin talked about on several occasions with uh, with his press conference today, but let's just dive right into it and see what the Steelers head coach had to say. So um, he first of all, he, he talked about the last game, which he acknowledged as feels like forever ago, uh, which which is it's both good and bad when you think of it as a Steelers fan. Unfortunately, that's all we've had to, to go on uh, since then. But uh, now it's time to, to head into a new week. But during that game, he just says that the that he feels that that the Vikings won the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Bottom line, that was the difference in the game. They won the line of scrimmage. On offense, they won the line of scrimmage on defense, and it really put the Steelers in a really bad place. So um, he also said about how their sub-package blick scheme um, really um, really won out, really you know, really won, won the day for him, if you know what that means, that uh, they, they uh, were able to uh, have some, some creative blitzes out of their sub-packages that the Steelers weren't as ready for, and it got to them. That's, that's the difference uh, between going on a short week um, – I guess the, the Vikings were able to still do what they do and the Steelers having to try to adjust to it. It's hard to adjust to everything, but bottom line is uh, it was not winning the line of scrimmage. Um, so um, he coach Tomlin said um, it was, it was collective in the failure. It was everybody uh, with, with the loss last Thursday um, for, you know, 
offense, defense, special teams, coaches, no one was immune to the criticism for coming up short last Thursday. Then he went in to talk about the, he didn't really mention any injury. He didn't say anybody is dealing with this, that, or the other thing. What Coach Shalma did, and he, it's funny, he listed all of them in pairs. He talked about the people of getting back this week. So, and he did them in pairs. He talked about Carlos Davis and Isaiah Bugs. Now, Carlos Davis has been on the active roster for the Steelers for several weeks now. He's just been inactive, hasn't had an injury status. It might just be working his way back, if that's what he meant there, in order to uh, be an option that's available to them. Isaiah Bugs has been dealing with injury. I'm kind of surprised he mentioned Bugs here. It seemed like he was in the doghouse and could have possibly even been a candidate to um, – to not be on the roster when the Steelers have to make moves, which um, at the time of, of this recording in the press conference, the, the Steelers actually have an extra player on the roster and they're going to have to make some sort of move. And I, um, I'll mention that here once I'm done listing these names. Um, then, of course, he, um, he, he talked about the next tandem of TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith and seeing about getting them back this week because um, with, with everything going on there, um, with both of those guys being out on Thursday night. I mean, you think back to that and you're like, TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith were both out of that game in the second half. Wow. Um, part of me almost wants to forget about it. Uh, then he talked about Joe Haig and J.C. Hassenauer. J.C. Hassenauer coming off of of, uh, of an injury and Joe Haig uh, coming back from the, from the COVID list um, of people that are, that are available. And then the last two were just two defenders he threw in together of Joe Hayden and Robert Spillane, who have both missed multiple games. And what Coach Tomlin talked about getting them back this week is they're going to have an opportunity to practice and show that they are back and ready to play at the level that the Steelers need them to play in order for them to be helpful in the field. And in doing so, Coach Tomlin already said, Tomorrow we'll get the pads on and we'll get out there and see what kind of work they they get in. So they should have a, the Steelers are looking to have another padded practice on Wednesday to get out there. That's going to you know of course that helps ratchet up the intensity for one, um, and which you know helped going in into the the game against Baltimore. But the other thing is it's going to help you get a gauge on your other players. There were some players that. I'm curious about that. We're not mentioned. Uh, we we could say Stefan to it, but at this point, what do we really expect there? Um, Coach Tomlin wasn't even asked about him this week. Uh, Kevin Dotson's a player that's eligible to come off of short-term IR if he's ready. He wasn't mentioned. Um, he wasn't asked about him. And I kind of think that that's, you know, it could it be that the Steelers are – have another one that they just didn't want to mention because it was a little bit too early. But Coach Tomlin really seemed to be excited about their new options on the offensive line. And thinking about it, it's just Hassenauer and Haig who wouldn't normally be starters. So that could be me reading into it a little bit too much, or it could just be that, hey, they had to call on two practice squad guys in order to have eight last week or last game. So that might be exactly what Coach Tom is talking about. It's hard to say. Um, another person that wasn't mentioned was B.J. Finney, who is not on IR, but is was out injured with a back. That, honestly, right now, if I had to place a wager on the Steelers' uh, roster move in order to get the 53 players, I have a feeling it's going to be B.J. Finney onto onto IR. That's just my my gut feeling. Uh, that's what uh, Jeff Hartman kind of that that was his suggestion as well. So um, we'll see if that comes about later today. And who knows? By the time you're listening to this, if you're listening to it later on Tuesday or on Wednesday, that the, a move like that might have already happened. It might have been the right one. And it might have been the wrong one. So I guess we will see.
So let's move on to Tennessee. Coach Tomlin talked about them, you know, talk about <laughs> it's funny because I thought I heard Tannehill. Some people like to put out there on Steelers Twitter that it sounds like he says Tandy Hill. Um, I'm not sure if that's really what he said or not, um, but we'll say it's Tannehill. Um, he says he just talked about the various things that he does because that offense definitely has run through him now with no Derrick Henry. Um, that it, it's all about what Tannehill can do. Um, he talks about that he's good at ad-libbing, you know, being a mobile quarterback. That's extending plays in order to make the pass, and that's extending plays to then pick it up with his legs. Um, that both things he's capable of doing. Um, and he said this, and he said it again in the in the question and answer period: is they do what they do regardless of who is available. Their run game is their run game, even without Derrick Henry. Um, but. You know, we're not expecting Derrick Henry to be back this week, but then again, the Steelers weren't expecting, well, not the Steelers weren't, but Steelers fans weren't expecting Dalvin Cook to be back last game. And what do you know? There he was. Um, but that would be, it's not that Henry's out for the season. They are hoping to get him back, you know, postseason, maybe earlier, but with four games to go, that'd be a bit of a stretch. Um, he talked about the defense, about how it's uh, it's versatile. He talked about a couple players individually and some things that they do. Uh, Tennessee, it's funny because they hadn't been a team that had been known for doing great things defensively. And then they're, what are they doing now? They're com- coming off a shutout after, after shutting out uh, the Jaguars. So I just find that interesting. Um, Coach Tomlin also says, you know, we're familiar with this team. They're not in our division, but it's just one of those teams that we feel like we play every year. So um, there is some familiarity there, which I thought was interesting for, for him to say. Coach Tomlin, before he opened it up to the question and answers, he did talk about, you know, having the quote-unquote mini-buy, which he didn't refer to it as that. That's just uh, how many others refer to it. But he says that rest was appreciated. Now it's time to get back to work. It was nice to have a long weekend. He finishes up with that. You'll, you'll, you might enjoy that. But it's time to get back to work. Um, so we went into the question and answer period. So coach Tomlin was asked about, um, you know, Ben, Ben Roethlisberger taking a a good number of hits, um, and, and, and things like that and what the Steelers can do. And coach Tomlin's answer was to stay on schedule. You know, you stay on schedule and that'll, that'll help with Ben. And what he means by that is, you know, stay in front of the change. You don't want to be in, in third and eight. You don't want to be in third and 11. You know, you want to be in, if you get to third down, you want a third and two or a third and three, where you don't know if it's going to be a run or a pass. When you're looking at third and long, you one, it's almost always going to be a pass. And two, it allows the defense to give, to bring pressure, to make you to have to throw it early in order to not have it go, you know, be a play that develops, has enough time to develop to get the first down or else the quarterback's going to possibly have to take a hit. And there were times where Ben Roethlisberger did not even have time to set his feet on, on Thursday night before to know, to even make a throw before he had someone bearing down on him. Um, this was an interesting question when he was asked about the running games of their last two opponents in Minnesota and Baltimore and which team that they fail that, um, which coach Tomlin feels, uh, the Titans are more like he answered Minnesota because Baltimore has such a large component of their run game being their quarterback, um, which is a good, honest answer. But at the same time, the Steelers did a nice job defending Baltimore against the run against Minnesota. Yeah, we know what happened there when um, Dalvin Cook rushed for more yards than any other player in the NFL this year um, in a single game, that is. So um, 
let's just see what else do we have here he said um oh more questions about um about just the game on thursday and he was saying you know minnesota didn't do anything shocking they just did things better than what the steelers did i think that's a good way to put it it's not like they came out and did something crazy or something unexpected they just had it together and performed really well in the short week where the steelers for anyone watching that game you realize they did not um long answer to the question that was asked by ESPN's Brooke Pryor about Chase Claypool and his first down signal. He wants to know if that's a conversation that he's had with Claypool and everything else. I'll try to hit some of the highlights from from that answer. He's saying that's something that, you know, we don't want to talk about after the fact. We want to talk about beforehand. But the main thing he was talking about is players, um, players growing and developing. And he really took a long time to answer and go into players. He listed out several other players like Deontay Johnson and Percy Harvin and Pat Frermuth and, you know, you know, coming, coming to the Steelers, you know, not a finished product. And that's part of what, you know, the Steelers have to work on and work, work towards with, with some of these young players is getting them to be that finished product. Um, so but Coach Tomlin was saying about, you know, Claypool and being a young guy and everything else and, you know, working towards being that um, that finished product and growing is that he made mistakes, you know, no, he didn't say mistakes. He said missteps in various places, which is true. You know, he also had that costly penalty and things of that nature. So the big thing is, is Coach Tomlin says, got to keep moving forward, got to keep growing, got to keep getting better. Um, then, um he, there was a question about the offensive line, about the cohesiveness of the offensive line, about maybe introducing Zach Banner into that. And is that the reason he hasn't been there when Coach Thomas talked about, you know, they might need to switch some things up with the line. He he pointed out the obvious. He pointed out the obvious. And the Steelers have been having issues with with needing players at guard. They're on like their fourth coach Tomlin literally, he said this, not me. He said, we're on our fourth or fifth starting left guard. You know, I, I think they've done four. If they started another one, it would be five is what the way I think it would work right now. Um, that, that they need help at guard with that. When, with those opportunities and Zach Banner only plays tackle. So it's not like he's going to be a viable option there. The two guys that have played tackle all season, are still the two guys playing tackle. And if you look back at the last game, they probably those were the two guys on the line that had the best game was their tackles actually were uh, were doing better. It was more in the interior where there were struggles in the last game. That was me saying that, not Coach Tomlin, by the way. Um, Coach Tomlin was asked about Buddy Johnson uh, and him getting a handful of snaps. Was that just, you know, they were down – Robert Spillane, or was it that, you know, there that uh, something that you could see moving forward? And Coach Tom's like, yeah, you, you could you could see that moving forward. You, he could continue to play, but a lot of that's going to depend on other people and availability and whatnot. So uh, obviously I think if, if Robert Spillane is back, I don't know if that's going to help Buddy Johnson. Maybe he gets a helmet, but he just doesn't, you know, get the defensive snaps. It's really hard to say because so far this year, every time all the linemen have been or line, linemen, all the inside linebackers have been healthy. It's been Buddy Johnson who didn't get a helmet, but uh, maybe that could change. Uh, I'm not sure. But last game, on on a side note, that was the first game, the the Thursday night game, in which an inside linebacker got snaps on defense that was not Devin Bush 
Joe Schobert or Robert Spillane. It was the first inside linebacker snaps of the season for Buddy Johnson. It was the first inside linebacker snaps of the season for Marcus Allen. Ulysses Gilbert III still doesn't have any. Active every game, playing on special teams, does not have a defensive snap this season. Uh, Just something to remember. Here was a nice answer, a nice question and a good answer about going for the two-point conversion, what he did. And Coach Tomlin's explaining it, uh, about it. But before I get into it, just, just remember, John Harbaugh had to ask the same question of the same situation of what happened to Baltimore on Sunday. They were down. They scored a t- They were down 15. They scored a touchdown to make it to nine. Do you go for one to make it eight, or do you go for two to make it seven? In both cases, both Harbaugh and Tomlin went for two. Neither one of them got it. Coach Harbaugh's explanation was, hey, if we're not going to make it, I'd rather not miss it on the last play of the game, and there's nothing you can do about it. I'd rather know about it when there's time on the clock, and we have to play out our our game plan knowing that we need two scores, and one's not going to get it done. I understood that option. That's not the way Coach Tomlin went with it. The way Coach Tomlin went with it, which although I think could still be part of it, he explained that it's part analytics, um, part feel, which I I completely agree with there. You, you want to go with what makes sense, but also how you feel with things. And, you know, a, a lot of people were like, oh, well, you had the momentum and you allowed it, allowed it to, to kill them. And um, like Coach Tomlin said, we were getting killed on the offensive line. Um, if you're, if you're talking about giving them a win by making the stop, they were winning on the, on the line anyway, that was a bigger issue than that one play. But the way he, he said it, you know, many variables come into it, but he wanted to give the Steelers, if you go for two there and you get it, and then you're down seven and let's say you get your touchdown at the end of the game, you have the option to go for two again for the win. And by going for it for two the first time, not only does it leave you that uh, knowing that if you're going to need two scores or one, knowing that if will a two-point conversion give us a tie or have us lose, you'll, you have the option to go for two at the end of the game based on your feeling then either for the win or, or kick it and go for the tie for overtime. I thought it was interesting that he brought that up about leaving yourself the option to go for the win later. Um, agree or not, that's what he said. Um, that... Then he was asked again about the long weekend and the most significant thing. He's like, health, you know, getting the rest. Anything else isn't nearly significant enough to even mention. Um, he was asked about the no huddle because a lot of people are like, why aren't they running more no huddle? Um, I have my own thoughts on that because I'm like, if there's only so much you can do out of the no huddle, I don't know why everyone thinks you can just run your entire playbook out of no huddle. It doesn't work that way, especially when you have a lot of young players. You have a lot of young wide receivers. You have a young tight end, a young running back, a young offensive lineman. That you've got to have a lot of people making sure you're all on the same page running the no huddle. And to think that you have everything available to you when you run the no huddle isn't isn't really being realistic about it. So if, to run it the whole game, it would be a really difficult thing to do because you're only running a portion of your playbook. That's my opinion about it. But Coach Tomlin was asked about the no huddle. Now that we're this point in the season and everything, he was asked if that's something you could see more maybe earlier in the game. And he's like, it very well could come out in the first half. So he acknowledged that it's a possibility. So that's good. But there's a lot of work that goes into that. So uh, so you got to also understand that as well. Um, 
He was asked about the Titans replacing Derrick Henry, and he once again said their run game is their run game. Whether it was Henry or whoever they have in there, they're still going to have the same philosophy and, and everything that they do. It's just who's going to be getting the ball and what they can do with it. Um, he was asked about scripting plays because people were talking about, all oh, if you're struggling to open the game, does that go into your scripted plays? Well, I'll be honest with you, the Steelers have started their games this year much better than in years past. And Coach Tomlin even brought that up. He's like, we were moving the ball until a penalty uh, caused us to kick a field goal, which we missed. You know, that was not a bad start to the game offensively um, if, compared to to what it's been at other times. But the Steelers have done much better on their scripted play. So I was kind of taken back by the question a little bit because it didn't actually seem to fit what's really going on. If you want to see bad scripted plays, look at 2020. There you got bad scripted plays. But one thing that Coach Tomlin talked about with the scripted plays is that, you know, it's not something he's concerned about and that it's not just running these plays. It's it's being strategic in formations and everything else like that in order to gain information that you can use later. You want to show a certain look and look and do a certain thing to know how they're responding to know if something else could then work at another time. It's, it's a lot of times with your scripted plays, of course, yes, you want to drive and score and everything as much as you can, but you also got to, you know, if you, if you're looking for a certain look about something in order to run a specific play, and you want to run that play in the fourth quarter, if you haven't done the first play to see what look you're going to get, then, you, then, then you're not sure how you're going to play that out. So a lot of that is, is gathering the information that you get from it. Um, but Coach Thomas did say something that I thought was, yeah, I wasn't so sure about. He's like, um, you know, doing everything at that point of the game, you know, the game isn't won or lost in the first 10 plays. And I'm like, yeah, tell that to your team last year in the playoffs last year. You can definitely lose a game in the first 10 plays. Uh, but that's just me. Um, only got a got a, a couple other things because um, Coach Tomlin busted out another I do not care. Uh, I really liked it. He talked about, you know, kind of looking at the at, at the whole league over the weekend because the Steelers weren't playing and they were he was asked a question about oh what do you think of this whole all these teams um clump so close together he's like i do not care you know he's he doesn't care no he was asked if that was good or bad for the NFL he doesn't care he doesn't care if it's good or bad for the NFL all he cares is how it relates to the Pittsburgh Steelers and looking at where these other teams are and everything um for them to go out there and perform the best on the field in order to win games um let's see um, he was talked about two last things was audibles um, that apparently James Washington said something to the media yesterday about there aren't, there haven't been as many audibles this year. And they were asked if that was because of the number of young players and coach Tom's like, well, that's probably a big factor because you know, when, when you change the play at the line of scrimmage, everyone's got to know it and everyone's got to be on the same page. And the Steelers do have a lot of y- new young players on that offense. Um, and then he was asked one other thing. His last statement, I can't even remember the question. I think it was about, um, uh, oh, it was about with the, you know, getting your health back, especially with your veterans with the long weekend. Was there anything with the long weekend that could help the young players, perhaps? And Coach Tomlin's answer, this is a great way to finish it off, says, I don't think anybody hates long weekends. Yeah, he's, and that's what he said. I don't think anybody hates long weekends. So it's the whole notion of hopefully it, it helps them out a lot. Now, what's interesting is 
the Steelers, they play the Titans this week. The, their next game, when they have to go to Kansas City, they're, Kansas City plays this Thursday. So they're going to be coming off of a long weekend. So we'll have to see how that all plays out. But uh, though that sums up Coach Tomlin's press conference. Um, real interesting to see the number of players that they're hoping can get back to practice. We'll see how that plays out. First injury report will be out on Wednesday. Uh, make sure you're checking out all of our podcasts. Um, our, our Christmas podcasts are, are, are kicking off. So make sure you're checking those out. Also make sure you're, you're checking uh, behind the steel curtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Lots of good stuff there. Uh, I had an article today about, you know, are there some players that could come back and really help the Steelers down the stretch I gave and the likelihood of them coming back. Uh, if you're, if you're curious about that, and this was before the press conference, and it, a lot of this stuff kind of lined up uh, the right way with it. Um, if you're curious about that, go ahead and check that article out there at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. So thanks for joining me here um, on another Tomlin Tuesday. And to finish it out, I got to do it this way. Go Steelers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.